You've been hearing that theme music for 30 episodes. Well, that means you know what the time it is. It's time for What the Dice. I am, as always, Dan the GM, welcoming you and talking to you because it's what we do. Well, episode 30 is going to be fun for me and for you because this is where all the mystery begins. So sit back, relax, and we're going to let the storyteller take over. Standing on the beach, we look out. The dark sky is speckled with stars, and the moon gives the ocean an eerie glow to it. As the small waves crash upon the shore, we look at the storyteller, who is kneeling down, taking the salt water in his hand and holding it up letting the water drip down back into the ocean. Ah, me friends. You know, sometimes disturbing a god is not the wisest thing. Let alone ending up on a strange island surrounded by the god's symbols. Nowhere is safe, but our adventuring party knows no fear. They plan on entering the Bone Temple. Well, sit back, me friends, for I have a tale to tell of bones and mysteries. Staring at this wall of hieroglyphs they are not the type of hieroglyphs that one would expect they seem to tell a forgotten story does anyone have any type of knowledge or anything that you could use to try to decir decipher this uh Religion. Could be knowledge religion. I have knowledge planes and geography. Uh, knowledge planes. I have knowledge local. Mm, no. I have a 14. 14? And Kalila? I got a 13. 13. As you stare at this wall, trying to understand exactly what you're reading. You two begin to discuss each symbol in-depthly, trying to discern what's going on. Defibulous, can I get a perception check? You certainly may. 27. As they're talking, you're probably, like, you're not sure what's going on, so you start to wander, trying to give some kind of help. Behind the wall, you see something buried under a few scraps of stone. It glints like a metal you recognize. It's an old crowbar with your grandfather's crest branded into the metal. 
Defibulous' eyes will light up big once he recognizes that, and he will start uncovering the crowbar. It is... We're also kind of confused on why his grandfather's crowbar is here. Well, one of the things you remember is that your parents always said your grandfather was never satisfied in finding just the weapon. He wanted more information. He wanted to know who built it, where it came from, who designed it. Kalila and and uh, Clyde. Clyde, thank you. As you guys continue on, you start to realize this is the story from the War of the Gods, going in detail of how each god felt as if they belonged as ruler of of this realm. Some began to bless creatures with immense strength. Some with intelligence. Others with a irrefutable grasp of the magic world. As well as others blessing or cursing creatures with arms, legs, heads of solid metal. It begins to go into detail of how each god waged out this war, fracturing the once solid land into its current land masses. The story slowly changes, almost as if it's now a diary. I am tired of this fight. They use them as toys. They use them as pawns to fight. When the land fractures, I will hide this place, deeming only few that I feel I will understand to find. And that is where it ends. Defibulous, you notice that the tip of the crowbar is scratched as if your grandfather or whoever last had it was trying to pry the massive door that is in front of you free. Again, you notice that there are markings that show that the door slides downward. Oh, wait, I thought the door opened when we did the roads. So, yeah, we, the door opened. That's why we decided looking at the thing. Right, but the fibulous found another door. Okay. Oh, he's at a different door. Okay. Behind the massive wall that you guys are looking at is a door that the fibulous found. Can the fibulous move his character over there? Jeez, now you're being demanding. I am. That better for you? It's Fibius. Hey guys. Yeah. I found another door and um something belonging to my grand grandfather. What? That'll throw her hearing the something belonging to a family member in what she's finding is possibly like another like where the hell are they in the world then? Since the god just said that it wants to hide this place away. But she'll come right. around the corner. Puzzled, but come around the corner. He will uh, triumphantly hold up his grandfather's crowbar. Okay, I at least recognize that that's a crowbar. How do you know it was your grandfather's? He'll point, proudly point to his grandfather's uh, family crest on there. Well, that seemed remarkably simple. Grandpa always used to, you know, he always thought there was more to the weapon, you know, the the dragon gun. And 
was never satisfied. He always wanted to find more, and then he went on an adventure, and you know, never came back. I don't know. Did he come back? And he just lost his crowbar. Uh. Defibulus would remember that the grandfather did return, talking about how he barely escaped a strange temple with his life. That something kept telling him to leave, a gut instinct. That it wasn't his it wasn't his destiny to find this. Defibius will stop for a moment. Then he goes, yeah, he did come back. Um, he came back from a bizarre temple that he barely survived and he had a gut feeling that told him he should leave. It wasn't his time. It wasn't his place to be here. Alright, so does anybody have a gut feeling? Kalila will just kind of raise her hand like, I do. <laughs> have you eaten anything today? I have eaten, yes. Actually, no, not stepped on the island. But, not the point. I was thinking when Clyde mentioned how some of the roses were glowing and then randomly like glinting like stars, it reminded me of a vision that I had that sent me out on this quest. And I saw up in the stars this black form didn't particularly have a shape and stars were dimming out and randomly coming back based off of where this blob moved. And the black roses, along with what the pictograph was saying, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling. I don't know exactly what that feeling is yet, but I, you asked if somebody had a feeling. Gotcha. So you're saying we're not doomed yet. That's a good thing then. Right, because I don't have a bad feeling like we shouldn't be here. I'm curious. And so far there's not really evil here. I don't think you can count glowing flowers as evil looking at Clyde. Like, not sure what to make of it. Well, I mean, nothing's attacked us. The flowers haven't poisoned us, and I found my grandfather's crowbar. So I say this is a good, a good sign. So far, I don't disagree. Although I think my grandfather was trying to use brute force to open the door, because this looks like it's another one of those doors like we opened earlier. Hmm. But there was a friendly way to enter, which was by handing it a rose. Clyde will step back and examine this new door to see what's on this door. Perception check. Meow. Numbers. Hold on. 18. It seems to be the same story, but something doesn't feel right about it, as if information was wrong. She's going to compare and contrast the two find the difference. Roll your... Go ahead and give me knowledge points. 22. As you begin to go back and forth comparing the symbols, you start to notice that there are some symbols on the door that are wrong. They're either upside down or 
tilted to the left, tilted to the right. Okay. Is it is there a way for her to fix it? Like she physically moved those symbols or are they like engraved permanently to where there's nothing she can do about it? When you touch the symbols, they feel like they are loose as if you could turn them. She's going to try. It turns. All right, she will fix the problem in the story and make it match the wall. As you begin to go through and correct different symbols, you start to get this feeling as if anyone who wasn't trained or knew anything about the bone god would just look past this. The symbols were close enough. They still translated to the same word, but they didn't look right. Okay. As you turn the last symbol to its proper orientation, the door begins to shake. And instead of sliding downward, it seems to just turn into a mist and then slides down, giving you a view of the temple before you. It is ornate. On the ceiling, chandeliers that seem to be made from dragon bone, pillars that are solid bone. The ground is smooth to the touch. There are ever-burning torches on the wall. And one thing you notice is that there's not a single speck of trash or dirt or debris. It looks as if this temple is well-maintained and taken care of. Yeah, there's no one here. There is not a soul. Can I get a perception check from everyone? I got five. 26. Oh, I need to roll for rune. Sorry. Give me a sec. 18. 27. Sorry, I was mathing. No, wait, not tw 20, 26. So everyone but Clyde notices that the air seems to shift from a cold air as if you were, you know, getting close to night in the middle of the ocean to warm, inviting. The torches give a give the room this warmth to it, giving you this inviting feel of you are somewhere safe. Um, is there a way to like? Uh, I mean, it makes us feel like we're in a safe place, but are we really? Hmm. Is he asking that aloud, or is that? Oh, that's allowed to everybody. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Going well. I oddly feel comfortable here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Detect evil? Sense evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question for you, Dan. Yes. Has Defibulous ever heard of ruins that have been this spotless before? Only ones that were currently being maintained by the priesthood. Yep, never seen ones this clean that didn't have a army of priests behind it cleaning it. I don't disagree that this is 
very bizarre and out of place. But... I don't know, there's just something about it. it. Cognitively, I'm leery, but I'm also strangely comfortable. Clyde, with your detect evil, looking around, some of the chandeliers give off an evil aura, but it fades. Does it return then? It's more of that pulse, as if it was moving between the alignments. Alright, I will tell everybody. You do have this feeling as if you aren't quite alone, because for you, there is just this strange... Because things are coming in and out of the evil alignment, it makes it feel as if the building is breathing. Does that make any sense? Pulsing with breath. Yes. It kind of gives you that gives you that same feeling as if you were back in that misty tree. Oh, that's You mean the jello tree? Yes, the jello tree. Okay. I was making sure cuz mist and jello are two different textures. Rune begins to walk around. Uh he is seeing, you know, there are several doors and that are He's not touching anything. He's just doing that whole, like, okay, there's a door there. There's a door there. Which, by the way, I'm putting Hugin down to, one, see if Hugin will willingly go on the floor to this place. Yeah. And cool. He is. It, it, it's a judge thing, right? If there's yeah. spider not wanting to touch the ground, there'd be something wrong. And yet, Kalila's just looking around. Are they, like, I'm assuming these are doors? Yes. The yellow marks are doors. Okay. Can I open them? They are unlocked. I'm just going to push one open just to kind of see what's Which in one? the one I'm standing at. The first door on the left. The door is of standard wood design, except that the brace that runs across the support that is usually made from wood is actually made from bone. Okay. A lot of things are made from bone in here. Yes. Walking into this room. I, 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 I did not walk in. I okay. did. I just pushed it open to see what was beyond the door. It's more testing to see if I can open doors, really. Inside, you can smell that smell of old scrolls and books. That clean but old library smell. Looking in, you see wall-to-wall -wall shelves full of books a sitting area that is looks like leather it is warm and inviting it is well lit it looks as if it is a a study a massive library with a study inside anyone else want to do anything what's this deus in front of me here before clyde is a small step-up dais. It looks like there was once candles that burned there, but the wax has been scraped clean, but the, there's still that shiny residue. In front of that, a larger dais that is a single, that is level with the, the ground, but the stone 
seems to have a moisture to it. It seems to have a slight shine. Okay. Uh, can I get a perception check? Four. <laughs> you don't notice anything. Yay. All right. Well, going up there, I'm going to come back here. And since she opened... Are you door, going on the dais? Well, heck no. Okay. Who do you think I am? A, a rogue? <laughs> a, a foolish paladin that can't perceive anything? Yeah, but since she opened a door and nothing happened, I'm going to see... Might as well look at each of the doors to see what's in it first. All right. So, Defibulous. Yes. What do you want to do? Uh, seeing that Kalila put open the door, he's going to push the door open and see what he sees. Which one? The one on uh, across the room from where you're at, Kalila. Yeah. First door on the right. The door is again wooden. Same thing. Uh, instead of wood supports, it's using bone. As you push this door open, this is different. It seems as if the room is matching the light that is outside. You see that waning sunset light. You can hear the sounds of the ocean, but you don't see any water or windows. Perception check, please. Nat 20. Peering into the well-waning light, you see what looks like a map. A massive map with moving water. He's just going to kind of gasp. Like, Guys, you should see this map. This is um, This is a really interesting map. Are you going inside? No, he, he knows better than to go walking in a room by himself. <laughs> it's exactly like Lila didn't. All right, let me do Rune next. Is there a particular door anyone wants to tell Rune to open, or is he free to open whatever hell door he wants? I assume we are all kind of just lightly exploring, so I'm yeah, not paying attention. Whatever hell door he wants. Uh, Rune's going to look into this door. Again, the door is the same as all the others. Pushing it open, he stares in, and let's see if he sees anything. Rune just stares. Seems to be mildly confused, but is just more idly looking. We are going back up the list to Kalila. Oh god, okay. Well, Keith Clyde should have arrived Keith next to me by now, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I found a library. He found a giant map. And what did Rune find? He didn't say. She will go over and inquire. What did you find, Rune? Rune sees giant library with things that look like books and strange metal tubes. She'll peer in to see if it's like an organ or if he's meaning something else. Um, it looks like what's on Short Round's back. Or at least pictures of it. Uh. A short round. Yes. I think there's your more boomstick things in here. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to peer into that room, see what he sees. 
peering inside the room, you see pictures of firearms that are ones that your parents found blueprints of. You see pistols, you see revolvers, but then you're starting to see strange, larger pictures of larger weapons, things that look like they sit on top of a strange carriage, things that spit out fire, things that seem to cast electricity. These pictures are crudely drawn, but they give that that clear semblance of what they're trying to portray. You just, wow. I think we should investigate this room. <laughs> Let's look at the rest of this place first before we go running into. Oh, oh, right, right. Rooms. Uh, the rooms. Uh, the one I looked at earlier has a map with water flowing around it, and it's really kind of dusky, dark out in it in the room too. Hmm. I found a giant library. Mine's cooler. I found a dais and another moisturized dais. Wait, there were two different daises, and one was wet. Moisturized, yes. One Did you had... pour water on it? Nope. One had uh, wax, um, what looked like used to be wax candles on it, and one was moisturized. And I did not wish to step or do anything with them until we were done searching with the rooms first. Was moisturized. I'm sorry, I can't get over the way that you're using that word to describe. I guess. Okay. I just imagined, like, lotion. Like, it puts lotion on the skin only well, on the again. dais. Puts well, the lotion the on the dais. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. It has lotion like it was lotion. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I had to Deus pull that one out. Dais is using Some cocoa butter. Okay. I'm intrigued by that, and Kalila will investigate both of these daises before. Alright, well, I need to move on to Clyde. Fine. Clyde, what would you yes, like sir. to do? I'm opening this door, but not going in. So, this door is different. It is There's solid wood, but when you touch it, you get that the, the door turns clear. Well, not clear per se, but it gets that strange jello-y feeling, as Kalila puts it. Okay. Are you still going to try pushing the door open? The jello-y feeling? Yes. Um, I don't think you can push jello very well, so I'm not going to push. Are you going to do anything with it, or except just stare at it? I'm going to pull back and announce to everybody, I have a jello door. It makes me feel weird, reminding me of the tree. I don't want to get sucked in. So, uh, do you mind if we rope each other? <laughs> what is with you and this rope? But yes, I will come hold your hand. I think he has a fetish of some sort. Rune looks at Clyde with a raised eyebrow. What he mean rope? Like rope us together? Yeah. 
So if I get sucked in, you can pull me out. Rune not strong enough for that. No, Why not tie to pillar and pull self out? Because last time I got uh, pulled into something like this, I was very nauseated, and I'm not sure if I'll be able to pull myself out. Oh, it has strange effects. Rune will help then. Why not tie it? Tie the, the rope to the pillar so it doesn't drag us in, and then if he gets in trouble, we can all start trying to pull him out anyway. I like that idea. Rune, I that idea. I mean, if you really want to, sure. Yeah. Good thinking, Rune. So, are you going to secure your, the rope to the pillar and then to yourself? Correct. All right. And we will be standing by in case he needs help. All right. Rune will join over there. And continue to push Jellery door. All right. I need a will check. I knew it. I'll go check on Will one second. <clears throat> Eighteen. What'd you oh, get? I'm sorry, no twenty. Twenty. Yep. You push into this strange door, and you are now floating in this strange abyss. I need an intelligence check. Uh, ten. After what seems like hours, you were pushed out. Kalila and everyone else, he has been gone for about a minute. Okay. Like pushed out back to them or pushed out? Yes, pushed out back to them. So okay. does he like appear to come back out on his own accord or does he kind of like glop out unwillingly backwards? He kind of gets glopped out and he lands on his butt but not hard it's more of that like it's the... obvious he didn't leave on his own accord right but it okay. wasn't forceful it was almost as if he was gently set down did you try to hug something in there i believe i was rejected but how long was i gone because it felt like hours a minute to look at him strangely not long yeah it was some weird feeling i made you know it's hard to describe, but it felt so long and then got pushed out, obviously. Huh. Clearly, else want to the Jello door? Yeah. You know what? I, yeah, no, I kind of, I'm curious. I'm not going to lie. I'm curious. All right. Then I will untie myself and tie up Kalila. Whoa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or Kalila can tie herself up, but you know, either way, that's fine. I'm a strong independent kitty. <laughs> so you are going to try getting into this door? Yes. I need a will check. Fifteen. You cannot push your hand into the door. Why not? It feels as if something is fighting your willpower. Okay. It's going to take a moment and clear her mind and try again. All right. 
Roll. See if her different mindset changes the ability to enter this door. Uh, let's. What is that? Well, uh, twenty-one. You are able to push into the door. Time begins to slow down as you enter this strange abyss. I now need an intelligence check. So roll and then add your uh, your ability mod. 16. As you sit staring into the abyss, an hourglass starts to form in front of you. Hmm. Small grains of sand drip from one side to the other as time passes. You hear a voice from the expanse. You must stop the sands without touching the glass. Cryptic. And I can see a, a sand timer in front yes. of me. And I have to stop the sands from hitting the bottom without touching the glass. Is the whole thing made of glass? Roll of perception. 28. Staring at this strange hourglass, you begin to realize you can move by force of will. You begin to slowly move around the glass and then it hits you. There are small pieces of wood that are holding wood caps to the glass. They're as black as the abyss around, but in certain spots, it has a slight glint to it. Where it's not glass. Correct. She will touch those areas and spin the timer around. As you spin the timer and the grains... And leave it horizontal. She's going to stop it. Because which side... She doesn't know technically which side. Technically it's the bottom. As you get to the halfway point and the grains are still split you get this feeling as if time is in a strange pause. She's gonna look around and see if there's anything different. There is not. It You can kind of peer back and it looks as if time had stopped. You can see, you know, through the where you came from, you see Defibulous, Rune, and Clyde staring, but you don't see movement. Okay, but she knows that Time's moving a lot faster for her from what Clyde Correct. said. So they could just be moving really slow. Well, even like the torches have some kind of movement. You're not even seeing that. All right. She's going to continue to spin the time dial and then look back and see if they start moving. As you flip it completely to where the bulk of the sand is in the bottom. You mean the top? Yes, the top. Okay. You feel your feet slowly tap down on solid stone. The door melts away and the hourglass disappears. You can feel a slight rush of energy as you catch up with time or as time catches up with you. The Fibulous okay. and Clyde and Rune. It feels as if she's been gone for about two minutes. 
Before you, there is a small library. All Ooh, the... it revealed stuff? What? Ooh, it revealed stuff. Yes. Okay. The bookshelves are barren, except a small, open piece of leather. Approaching it, it looks like the front, side, and back of a leather-bound book. The leather is bound by bones on the outer edging. The leather is clearly dragon skin. Just to, just to confirm, she was in the room in the time-space thing and just pretty much warped back into reality with Clyde and Short Round? No, she was in a separate dimension, and when she solved the puzzle, she was set back down on her feet in the temple, right where she left. Okay, so is that door still a jello door? It's gone. It melted away. That's what I wanted to confirm. So she was somewhere, and now she's yes. back, and the jello door is gone, and they can see into this room. Right. Yeah, the jello is gone. All right, that was weird. Did you see anything, uh, a, a time sand timer? Looking at Clyde, she, she doesn't care about the book right now. She's more like, where the hell did I just go? No, I went in and kind of was like just there for extended period of time, just with weird feelings. And then, oh, I'm back up. She goes, I kind of saw, I guess, the same thing, but I found a sand timer. And heard voices telling me, kind of like a code, that I had to stop the sand from reaching the bottom without touching the glass. Oh, nice. Sounds like you were hallucinating. Well, yeah, but what happened to the door? Oh. Well, Jello melts, so I guess that's what happened. Clyde is going to be puzzled by that. How often do you melt Jello, Clyde? No, it does it naturally. Do I see the book too? By yes, the way? you do. Or just the voice? So, what did you find? She'll look in, back into the room and go, apparently, a book. Well, you, up... you find the spine, the front cover, and the back cover of a book. It's open and empty. Oh, there's no pages. It's just the. Correct. Sounds like we might have to find the pages. Perception check on it, please. What did you say, Keith? I said it sounds like we might have to find the pages to go into the book to complete it. I guess. Did everybody perception check or? Nope, Kalila. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, dirty 20. Scratched into the front cover. Well, scratched would be a bad way to say it. It looks like it's someone had moved the scales to spell out the word Mora. Mora? More of what? No, a name, Mora. Or a word, Mora. She'll hand it to Clyde to look at it. Clyde will look at it and wondering what Mora, what language Mora might be in. Yeah, trying to think about what that might be. Mm. Let's see. Let me pull up character sheets and see what languages you all speak. 
Oh yeah, that might help. Let's see, Kalila, Catfolk, Common, Goblin, Sylvan. I got. I speak the language of the Fae. Orc in Common. Defibulous. Common, Draconic, Gnome, Sylvan. Rune. Common, Gnome, Goblin, Draconic, and Undercommon. And Common. So those who speak Draconic and Sylvan, Mora is a common, common enough name. Okay, so it's a name in two different languages that we're aware of. Right. Okay. Kyle will be like, I'm assuming it's a name. It is common for the Fae to use Mora as a name. Same with dragons. Oh, I wonder who they're referring to then. Rune thinks they refer to, ne to Mora. No, what is Mora? Well, who is Mora? Rune gives a slight shrug. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wonder who they, or what they're referring to. All right. Shall we see if the other door across the hall has the same effect for the jello? Well, I was thinking of looking into this door here on the left first, but either way. Who wants to go where? I'm going to see if this is a jello door. It is a solid wood door as the others were. Okay. I think we should check out the one with all the firearms in it. We will once we see this whole place. The entire temple or just the other rooms? Uh, it looks like there might be some areas we can explore yet. So I'm going to try and open this door. Clyde. You stare at this door, and it is misty. On the other side, you just see nothingness. The mist is thick, swirling around, giving the semblance of a door. Except there's something different. You see two handprints. Well, I'm going to announce to everybody that I have another weird door, so when you're done with that door, uh, may I borrow everybody? I am lay-borrowed. What's up? Misty door, very thick misty, and two handprints. Uh, is just going to hold up the rope. I'm going to... How big are the handprints? Perception check. 16. They are common size, so regular humanoid size, but it is two left hands. Okay, so uh, can I borrow somebody's left hand? Um, I think my hand's a little small for that, though. All right, I'll put one hand in there and... I guess. Guess I'm the other tall one. Alright. She'll hand the rope to uh, Defibulus to tie them off. Defibulus will go tie them off. Okay. I need a strength check 
and a dexterity check from everyone touching the door. Not Hugan is not touching the door. He's just standing oh, by. I have a 21 and a oh, 17. Wow. All right. Wait, you said both strength and... Dex. Okay. Well, strength was a 16. And Dex is a 14. Clyde begins to slowly sink into this strange mist. Kalila, you feel resistance. Would you like to try again? Yep, yep, yep. Right, we'll do this again. Strength was a nat 1. And Dex was a nat 20. I am not kidding. Wow. I rolled a nat 1 for strength and a nat 20 for Dex. So... You don't feel as if you're able to push your way in with the sheer strength. So you begin to shift your weight. Suddenly, you are pulled in. Before you and Clyde, there is a ring of candles. In the center, a golem made of solid iron. Next to where you entered, a beautifully ornate table with a ornate sand timer. The golem gives a symbol, gives you the wave to enter the ring. Kalila's going to look at Clyde. The golem gives us a way to enter the ring. Like, gives you that wave of enter the ring and fight me that... Come on. Okay. Bring it. Uh, before entering the ring, I will say hello. You hear nothing. You see okay. his mouth moving, but you don't hear words. Okay. Then I will look at Kyle and ask her if she wishes to enter the ring with me and um we'll go from there she'll look around the room to see if there's something anything else like a different ring or is it just literally a ring of candles and a golem in a dark voidy space yep. well there's also the ornate table with the hourglass next to you <laughs> look at the hourglass can she pick it up yes Look at Clyde going, this reminds me of the other door. There was a, remember I told you there was a sand timer. She's going to look to see, is it the same sand timer? No, this one Where? looks as if it is a beautifully ornate cut glass. So it's more angular in design. Okay, it at least visually looks right. different. But it also seems to have, instead of poles that separate the uh, wood bases, seems to be swords. Small, like, decorative sword of metal. Okay. 
she's gonna study the size of the ring does it look like it's meant for a multiple person combat or is it like a smaller one-on-one -on -one it ring? looks like multiple people could fit in it hmm. she'll set the timer down and go i can enter the ring with you okay um set the timer on its side before we enter the ring she will it doesn't let you uh, okay, then hmm. enter the ring we shall, I guess. Or do you want me to stay out here? Uh, I feel like since... Well, you know what? Let's try that first. See what happens. She'll stand by the table. And I will enter. As you enter... You did say hello. The golem gives you a slight nod as a greeting. I will say hello and nod back. Pointing at the hourglass, he whispers in a dark, booming voice. You must defeat me before the last grain drops. Okay. Uh, detect evil. He is not evil. Darn. His hand forms into a massive blade. Alright. And let's combat, I guess. Yep. Let's combat. This is the ultimate showdown. Sorry. So, Rune, how much trouble do you think they're getting in over there? Rune shrugs as much trouble as Rune normally sees them get into. They're doomed. You know, that's actually a good place to stop this episode. Well, me friends, many have said time is but an illusion. But it seems as if this bone god doesn't just see it as an illusion, but has found ways to manipulate and control. Well, it seems as if our adventuring party has found ways to defeat these strange puzzles. What do they all mean? Well, eventually our adventuring parties might figure this out. But until then, our story continues. And as always, be friends, may the dice gods bless your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, Please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 